These make me feel like Kim Kardashian. Those glass are those mine? I don't know. I think they're mine. I just found them down here. Or maybe they're yours. No, they're not mine because oh, I mine, then. know this shape on my face. You look great. Thank you. I feel like I feel like I don't know what it is if it's about the way they're hugging my eye sockets or what, but I feel like a celebrity. I think it's giving like soccer mom. She's just opened the Range Rover and is getting out orange slices. But like she does it all with a hint of coldness. Mm, and that's she doesn't want it. She's not the warm, fuzzy mom. And that's me. Yeah. Welcome back to Cousin Time. Cameron and Jessica are college friends turned postgrad roommates learning to navigate the world. Join us as we reminisce on our childhoods, rationalize our Sunday scaries, and ruminate on Christmas movies of the past, present, and future. I still think it would be so great if we popcorned this. Should we try it? Yeah. Welcome back to Cousin Time. I thought we were going to go word by word, but I oh. like how you're doing it. Welcome back to Cousin. No, I don't like this. We were so I think it's so, hard. I think it's so hard for the listener. <laughs> for sure, we sound the same. Okay. Welcome back to Cousin Time. Jessica and Cameron are college roommates turned post. <laughs> I turned it from memory. Grad roommates learning to navigate the world. Join us as we rationalize or reminisce on our childhoods rationalize our sunday scaries and ruminate on what it means to watch christmas movies (laughs) yeah so we definitely nailed that (laughs) i loved it this week we're talking about our favorite and our least favorite christmas films um i feel like i haven't done a very good job of watching christmas movies in the past few years me neither it's something about being grown I know, I feel like I used to, like, watch them all the time. Like, every Christmas, I'd watch every Christmas movie. Christmas doesn't have the same je ne sais quoi that it did when you are 13 and under. It's, like, what they say in the Polar Express. It's coming true. We can't hear the bells anymore. No. No, but, like, I can still hear the bells. I just don't always watch the movies. But we watched the Polar Express together. We did. And we tore it up. I think we've told this tale, but let's get into it again. We were in the, um, the one and only co-ed cinema. The one-room theater of my hometown. Mm-hmm. Why is it called co-ed if it's only one cinema? I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe it's where the co-eds used to go hang out. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, I digress. They were doing this movie thing. I can't remember if it was free or just mad cheap. But we were in there. It was us and maybe one other family. And somehow that theater became a war zone during the Polar Express. Us versus them. Mm-hmm. They were so mad at us. And rightfully so. We, we got a little loud. I, I think mainly you got a little loud. Okay, sorry that I'm loud. And a movie theater is generally a quiet place. We were just giggling. But yeah, I hadn't seen that movie in years and I forgot how, how silly it is. It's so silly. And multiple times they told us to stop. And I thought it was just once. I felt like it was maybe the glaring. I think she turned around and looked at us once. And then it did not stop. And then she turned around and she said... Be quiet or leave. And I wanted to throw my popcorn at her. God, and I nearly did. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was so I wanted to sink into the ground. I was so pissed. How dare she ruin my Christmas joy? Well, the thing was, we were ruining hers. We were contributing to the sound in the theater. It's all about perspective. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So I think we should go into a little bit of. Have we played this on the pod before? Mary Kill. Friend Fo Rando. <laughs> I don't know if we played Friend Fo Rando. Okay, it's my new game I invented where <laughs> one thing is your friend. I think this might be one of the only things that like you truly did invent. 
That's I meant to slay in dismay. That came out so much ruder than I intended it. I just meant because like the whole controversy with Pookie was that the word? <laughs> yeah, which I stand by. I I wasn't the only inventor of Pookie, but I was a an inventor of Pookie. You were your own inventor of Pookie because I hadn't heard it when I created it. Right. So therefore, it was new to me. I had an original idea. Right. I just wasn't the only person to have an original idea. Did you get your eyebrows done today, too? Yes. They left you a little extra. I know. I know. I already did some extra plucking. Where are you seeing the extra? Oh, I just meant, like, you have, like, a shadow, eyebrow shadow of red. Oh, yes. So to the (laughs) listeners or to the viewers, my skin is so sensitive. And whenever I get my eyebrows waxed, it is three to four business days before the redness wears off but it's just like the perfect shape of your eyebrow because that's, that's where she fascinating put, that's where she put the the wax but i mean like it's also the thickness of your eyebrow oh well i guess she was proportional <laughs> can't look at you more on that later um okay well friend foe rando mm-hmm. it's just what you think you pick one thing to be your friend mm-hmm. one thing to be your foe mm-hmm. and one thing to be a rando you never encounter it again yeah and we're gonna friend foe rando our christmas movies yeah which one should we start with maybe rando yeah, rando. What's your rando? Miracle on 34th Street. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. It's not, like, what? It's not relevant anymore. If they remade it, maybe did, like, a movie musical starring Matthew Morrison, maybe I'd watch it again. And that's how they get you to watch The Grinch. But they haven't, they, they did it, and they haven't touched it since, you know? Yeah, I've actually never seen it. My other rando is... The animated Grinch. Oh. Oh? The animated Grinch from many moons ago. The 1960s. Yeah. The new animated Eats. The old one, I'm not interested. I kind of want to watch the old one again. It's been so long. My rando is the claymation, like Frosty or Rudolph. Oh, that's my foe. (laughs) That I... Do you... What's that claymation, like, like, Marlo and, and... Gooper or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but I hate those dogs. I hate them so much. I remember so seeing that in theaters. And much. Somebody has put... Okay, this is no Tino Shade to Claymators. Because I... At the end of the day, I respect your passion. Mm-hmm. But like... Somebody's put so much time and effort in that. I can't think of an art form that takes more time and effort than claymation. And I'm sorry, but for what? I'd rather just watch real people. God, what's it called? I, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't rest until I know. It's those dogs. It's dream, the DreamWorks dogs. Search DreamWorks dogs. Claymation. Claymation movie. I think you're wrong. I don't know what it is. I really thought it was It was that. Do y'all know what we're talking about? One of the dogs is like orange. Is, are we even talking about the same thing? It's, uh, claymation. They came out in like 2005, 2006. These? No, what I'm talking about is these, my Yes, yes, this man and his dog. Wallace and Gromit. Yes. Effing Wallace and Gromit. I'd be happy if I never had to see them again in my life. I can hear their voices. It's permeating my brain cells right now. It was just an idea that didn't have to come into fruition. No, and it makes me want to vomit. I remember watching those movies and being so bored out of my mind. I remember watching them and being so angry out of my mind. In my head, though, there was about 20 dogs. (laughs) I mean, they probably did have to move that dog at least 20 times throughout the course of the No, but in my head, the visual I had, like, the image that I thought was going to come up when you Googled that Uh was this, like, blue sky and a farmhouse Uh and then, like, 20 dogs all looking at you. 
There's also this. Yes, the sheep. Shaun the, the sheep. sheep. Shaun the sheep. Yeah, they can all. I think choke. I kind of squished them all together. Yeah, there was like an era where I feel like we couldn't get enough claymation. And I, I don't know who is feeding into the claymation hype, but if you are still around today, just know that you're on my watch list. But I want to give so much credit to the claymators. I, I, I would never sign up to do that. <laughs> I cannot think of a worse task. I don't want to give them any credit because why do they have to do that? No, they had a choice. They had a choice, no, I and they, they chose I to create <laughs> Wallace and Gromit. I don't think anyone would choose to do that. I think they had a gun to their head and said, make Wallace and Gromit now and make them <laughs> as nauseating as you can possibly imagine. Make little girls want to cry. Because I, oh, it makes my skin fall off my bone. Me like a real too. delicious steak. Oh. The way that I am picturing you having to, oh my God, I can't even describe it. Take a picture, now move it a half of a millimeter and take another picture. I can't think of anything more painstaking. I just also, I don't know if maybe I have some kind of like bad memory that's very deep associated with Wallace and Gromit, but like Wallace and Gromit is synonymous to me with vomit. <laughs> maybe it's just Gromit vomit. They, they're stored in the same But then also brain. just like, I don't know, Wallace, which one's which? I don't know, actually. I feel like Wallace is the man. I think Wallace is the man and Gromit is the dog. Wallace behind... Wallace belongs behind bars. Who's who? Wallace and Gromit. You and me. I don't want to put us in those boxes. <laughs> but if anything, I'm Gromit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Wallace. Wallace. That, I come from his family tree. I know it. Because there's so much peace and love. He looks like he could be your sibling. I sorry, I have to go back to the claymators. Um, imagine going to work and putting your blood, sweat, and tears into something for eight long hours, mm -hmm. and you have five seconds of film to show for it. <laughs> yeah, I cannot imagine. It must have taken them decades to make Wallace and Gromit. I'm okay. Apparently, there it was one man and one mission. One man, Nick Park. I have. I respect you, Nick Park. He is the father of Wallace and Gromit, and I'm just imagining him in his how garage. How long did it take him? Google how long it took Nick Park to make Wallace and Gromit, the film. Hey Siri, how long did it take Nick Park to make Wallace and Gromit, the film? I mean, that's his life's work. Inconclusive. Inconclusive. Needs further research. <laughs> we'll get right on that. And Nick Park, if you're listening, <laughs> please come on the pod. But don't you dare bring those little mother with you. Um, okay, so yes, so back to the Christmas, the Rudolph and Frosty. I just find it unsettling <laughs> the way that they're claymated. Mm -hmm. I would have preferred a drawing or a real reindeer. I one hundred percent could not agree more. So that's my that's my rando. I don't actively hate it like I hate Wallace and Gromit, <laughs> but like if I never saw it again, I wouldn't be the wiser. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, more randos. Oh, I was just had just picked one for me. Oh, okay. Do you have more? Mm -mm. Who's your Who's your foe? Well, you said your foe is Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah. Why is he your foe? Claymation. Oh, okay. It's really just the claymation. I I'm see. trying to think if I have any other Christmas movies. I'm trying to think if I have any other Christmas movies that I hate. I feel like I want Elf to be a foe just because of the way that people obsess over it. But that's neither here nor there. My foe is Matthew Morrison Grin. <laughs> Because I love to hate it. Mm-hmm. And I hate to love it. I think that also would actually have to fall into the folk category for me. We watched that the other night. That was our second Christmas movie that we watched this season. Yes. And it, okay, I'll, I have to say it. It wasn't as jarring the second time. Mm -hmm. I think I was prepared mentally. The first time around was potentially 
on my list of top 10 most jarring moments. But once you've seen it once, you you your life has never been as bad as it was watching it the first time. So it's like, yeah, you can handle it the second. It's like when we watched um spoiler alert the second time. Oh my god. It doesn't Is that a Christmas movie? I think it's Christmas movie adjacent. Like it's not a Christmas movie, but it talks about Christmas. We watched it in the winter, which I think is why I'm associating it with Yeah, because it came out around Christmas. We still cried the second time. Yeah, but the first time I had a cry, cry rash. And you threw first up. hours, and I threw up in the AMC bathroom. And the second time, like, I just shed a few tears. No, yeah, the first time I was audibly wailing in the theater. Mm-hmm. Let us not forget. But then when we watched it the second time, we were showing it to Chris for his first time, and he was audibly wailing. Mm-hmm. So, like, any first-timer is going to go through it. Mm-hmm. Just like any first-timer with the Grinch is going to be so are taken aback they're in a different dimension mm-hmm. and there's so many elements of it that are just so offensive I'll it's sh- matthew morrison why did they have to shape the grinch that way why did he have to be shaped that way why did he have to ebb and flow with the tone of his voice so much <laughs> why did he have to have so much there was so much like whining yes. why was the grinch whiny why was the grinch whiny you know the grin the scene where he's in his cowboy hat yes why, why was he rodeo? Why was he rodeo? And why do you have to look so damn good? <laughs> yes. Why is he pulling off green? No one should pull off that shade of green. And why did they have to dehumanize Bobo Stewart like that? And here's the biggest question of all. Why is the Grinch thrusting? <laughs> Dr. Seuss, that was not... He did not co-sign. Mm-mm. And he's not even here to... Stand up for himself? Mm-hmm. He was trying to create a little story. A sweet little story. And look what happened. And Matthew Morrison took it and he said, I'm going to sexualize this. And he did. He did. And he didn't do it well. Um, have you seen those TikToks of people hiring the Grinch? No. It's actually mean. It's so traumatizing. I cannot imagine this. If For you, their children? You hire the Grinch if your kids are being bad and the Grinch runs into your house and steals all your Christmas presents. If, I, if that happened to me when I was five... I don't think I'd ever sleep again, and I think I would have about six alarms on my door uh-huh. the rest of my life, because that is an intruder. <laughs> mm-hmm. But how do you like? I don't know. Prepare your dogs for that. I'm thinking of. <laughs> I'm thinking about how my dogs would have gone mad. I think put them in a room or something. On the Grinch, if the Grinch tried to come in and steal all of our presents. And I like, if you look at it. It was very hard for me to look at this way because I just felt so bad for these kids who were literally just immediately in tears. Because you're such, you're such an empath. I'm such an empath. But, like, the way that the Grinch did run into the rooms, I was like, this is someone's job to run into a room like this? That's crazy. And that's when you just, like, have to really take a moment back and see why be. Because am I in a dehumanizing job as a public school educator? <laughs> yes. Is it that bad? No. It could be worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My job is actually very humanizing, but they, I hope they never ask me to move like that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my foe. Because I love to hate it. Friend? Guess. Elf. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that thing. I love that guy. You love that guy. I get it. It's always been my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. I need. I am gonna rewatch it this season. You, it's genuinely. You genuinely think it's funny. I think it's so funny. Do you laugh out loud? Yes. When he says, "I think it's because okay, looking at it 
from my current eyes, I know those jokes are overused. Yeah. But when you watch that when you're like five or six, that's the funniest jokes ever. And so it's always the first time I've heard those jokes. Like when he comes in and he says, congratulations on the world's best coffee. You love that? That is so funny. <laughs> and I get it. I get now that that joke's overdone, but that was the first time I heard that joke. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's a great joke. Mm-hmm. I love his montage when he gets to New York and he doesn't know what to do with himself. See, that one actually makes me sick when he's eating that gum. <laughs> when he hops across the crossing walk. Yeah. I love that. When he, when, then, then, then it's also just a story of, of found family. Literally, he found his Michael sings the Christmas carol. You were talking about that the other day. Say. What was what was Zoe Deschanel's name in that movie? I I don't know. Fake fan, I guess I am. But when she curled that ribbon, that was every that mesmerized me. I think everyone was mesmerized by that. Every time I curl a ribbon, I think of her. Mm-hmm. No, I. That's that's the the lasting takeaway from Elf. Is curl is that ribbon curling girl. ribbon? Mm-hmm. Who's your friend? The Santa Claus movies. I haven't seen those. I mean, okay, I think I've like seen them. Yeah, but not paying attention. They are my favorite with Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. I love the Santa Claus movies, all of them. One, two. Well, yeah, I love them all. One, two, and three. Okay. There's something that is just so magical to me about the first one. I'm like, I could cry thinking about. What's it too the plot much. line? This man. He. It's Christmas. Let me actually set the scene. Young boy, child, child boy, divorced parents, spending Christmas with dad. Dad burns dinner. It's all going wrong. It's the night before Christmas. Then they kill Santa by accident, allegedly. Okay. And then all of a sudden, Tim Allen has to become Santa. Okay, this sounds amazing. It's so good. It. Yeah, we could watch it. Well, you have so much to do tonight. Otherwise, we could watch it. We'll tonight. watch it at some point. Yeah, it's my favorite Christmas movie. Also, the young elf. In that movie, was a childhood crush of mine. This little dude. Have you done any like introspection on this? I don't know. I think maybe I just. Oh, and then this part when he grew up a little. Okay, I can see the growing up a little one. It was really this one. It's the curls. Those are luscious. And his. <gasps> Who is that? You get it, right? I get it. You get it. Who's this actor? Because he actually looks familiar. Has he been in anything else? Oh, I don't have my phone. Go to IMDb. That's him. What else has he been in? I, I don't know, but he's man. my I'm gonna dream. I'm going to look him up later. Yeah. He's, he's a nice Jewish boy. I approve of him. Thank you. Well, what's your next mu- movie you're going to watch? Santa Claus. Oh. Mine's going to be Elf, yeah. So our <laughs> friends. We're going to visit our friends. Yeah. Gotta see my old friends. Okay, our awkward notes this week are career goals. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, I have an EGOT. Yeah. This one's important to me. I think it's like, I don't know, shoot for an EGOT, mm-hmm. even if you miss. Because if land you land among a major award. If you shoot for an EGOT, you'll land in the stars. Yeah. Yeah. Dancing with the stars. Another landing with the stars. I really wish they did like a dancing with the up-and-coming podcasters. Because <laughs> we'd literally be... 
the very first girls cast. And fan favorites. Mm-hmm. And we probably win. But see, then they'd have to pit us against each other. Or would it be you and me and then like another, like a dance trio? Would we be forming a troupe? <laughs> or maybe they should do, maybe, okay. Wait, actually, this is a real pitch, ABC. Dancing with the podcasters. Mm-hmm. And you get co-podcast hosts. And then the pro dancer is their coach. But like the pro dancer isn't dancing. He's coaching both of them and choreographing. But then it's how well can these co-hosts stand? He would coach Tweedledee and Tweedledum here. Yeah. Imagine the laughs. <laughs> that studio would be a giggle fest. And we'd, and we'd probably be so good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dancing with the Stars for sure. A Hallmark movie. This is like, obviously I'm going to peak EGOT. Yeah. Crest with my Dancing with the Stars. And then finish with my Hallmark movie when I'm washed up. I love how you've tiered this system. Yeah, I, because yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want an ego to be the last thing I ever do. God no. It's just the beginning. Yeah. But yeah, to be with all the other wash-up stars in Hallmark Land, I'd love to do it. Mm-hmm. My first career goal is president. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be great at it. Honest to God, put me in. What um what cabinet would you put me in? I don't know why, but my gut's telling me transportation. Because <sighs> it's Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> The apple does not fall far. <laughs> where would where would you want to be put? That one. Because we probably have to do a little in and out meeting. Oh yeah, some late nights. <laughs> to pass pass down his he'd have to give me his binder or something. Mm-hmm. Um secondarily, trophy wife. Oh, put that on my list too. Slash just like housewife, stay at home mother. Really just anything where my job is chilling. Yeah. And I then, would argue that stay at home mother is the opposite yeah. of chilling. Okay, that's in a separate category. Stay yeah, other than. that's a career goal. Yeah. Yeah, all in of itself. And then lastly, international fame. And I put a check next to it because been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. We've already achieved international fame. I would fame. love to get intercontinental fame. I think we've only been to, I think, I think we've been to six of the seven continents. Yeah? We just got to Antarctica. Antarctica. Knew it. Freaking knew it. Please, send this to your friends in Antarctica. Any other career goals you have? Honestly, that about sums it up. I'd love to be in, like, some sort of ad. Yeah. Like, have a campaign. Yeah. I used to think when I was a kid, I thought that such a lucrative lucrative, but phenomenal career journey hand model. Yes. I, unfortunately, do not have the hands for it. Maybe when my nails were long. There, some of them, you didn't cut all of them. I trimmed every single one. They're all different lengths. I know. It's so annoying. I thought you were going to cut them all down to the shortest. I I can't ruin my growth. Okay. These ones will just have to catch up. Slays and dismays. My Slay is my new coloring app on my iPad. Oh, that's a good one. I've been tearing that up. It's a color by number that I use my knockoff Apple Pencil for, and it's so fun. It's so relaxing. It's everything that I want from coloring without as much work. And that speaks volumes. It's so satisfying. Yeah. I love it. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get into it here when we're when we wrap this up. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. I love that for you. Um and what else? My dismay. I'm so busy right now. That's probably my biggest dismay. Is I just have so many pots in the oven pots on the stove if you will um 
my observations coming up. I'm not prepared for it. I have so many things to grade. I'm just, I'm, I'll say it, I'm drowning a little bit. Yeah, it's but, the semester push. Mm-hmm, it's the end of the semester push, and the countdown's on. You have, what, two and a half more weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then two weeks off? Mm-hmm. So you're so close. I'm so close. Feel it so close you can almost taste it. That's my song for you. And that last week hardly really counts. Mm -hmm. So honestly, if I can make it to next Thursday, I'm home free. Yeah, that's such good news. I can't wait for that. My dismay is my haircut today. (laughs) And that's why you shouldn't go from your original barber who's sitting right here. Well, okay. I'm in my friend Corey's wedding this weekend was a little unsure that my hair was currently in a straight line. Also, my little, like, curtain bangs that I had were just getting grown out, and so I needed a little trim trim on them. And I'll say it, that's the part that I slayed the hardest on. Yeah, I know. But you, you're you so busy, I didn't want to put more things on your plate. I also needed my eyebrows done. But I didn't... I could have done that for you. <laughs> You've done it before, and it was too... Your painful. eyebrows? Yes, you did it freshman year of college. I waxed your eyebrows? You tweezed them. Oh. Um, there's a picture. <laughs> Um, I didn't think I'd have time and I would made peace with that. But then today, my very last session, like, ended a little bit early. And so I was like, oh, I definitely, I do have time. And then I was like, I'll go out here because I was in the middle of, like, the corn cobs of Illinois. I was like, it'll probably be way cheaper. And so I found a place and they took walk-ins. They took me. Okay, so I call and I say, can I come in 30 minutes? And they say, yes. So I arrive. There's one lady working on someone. And then there's a younger girl at the like check-in desk and she says hello and then she looks down and doesn't acknowledge me anymore Hmm. and I was like this is weird so I just kind of stand there and I think I'm right like I was waiting it out I was literally about to go sit down when the lady actively cutting someone's hair was like do you have an appointment and I was like yeah and she's like with who and I said I don't know I called like 30 minutes ago and the girl at the desk goes with me and so I was like oh this is weird this is awkward and so then the girl at the desk, let's call her Amelia. She then, she's like, it's for brows and, brows and hair, right? And I said, yes. And she said, then she's talking to Madrina, the hair cutter, and says, so for an eyebrow tent, and I said, just a, just a wax, not a tent. She goes, I know, I'm just saying that. What a weird thing to say. What a weird thing for you to say right now. <laughs> And so then she continues talking to Madrina, and she says, so, like, for an eyebrow tent, who all here is qualified to do it? And the lady's like, like, a wax? And she's like, yeah. And then Miss Madrina goes, well, everyone here is qualified to do it. And the girl, and Amelia goes, okay. So I'm thinking, I'm about to get a girl who doesn't even know that she's qualified to wax eyebrows. And she thinks it's a tent. (laughs) Waxing my eyebrows. And I was, I was trusting the process but I was laid back in that chair and I was so worried and she was the one doing it she was doing it next thing that whole place smelled like kitty litter next thing this woman was so close to me while she was waxing my brows which I get is an intimate activity like you don't need to kiss my nose she I her breath I could feel it it was right on up on me it was and I could hear her breathing it was a lot thirdly this whole place was decorated like the Grinch. I'm not talking like they had like a Grinch pillow on the couch. Everywhere I looked, it was Grinchified. The tree had a Grinch coming out of it. All the pillows had Grinches on them. Even in your individual chairs, there was a Grinch pillow. There was Grinch artwork on the walls. <laughs> there was Grinch. Everywhere I looked, there was more Grinch. I took one picture to show to you. Thank God. Oh, but I couldn't take more than that. 
in the corner, what I can only assume is a Grinch costume was sitting there. It was a folded up pile of green fuzz and Grinch green with then a Santa outfit attached to it and a little hat. I don't know who's going to come in here and be the Grinch. I'm glad I wasn't there that day. And what was the reason? I don't know why they were Grinchified. They took that theme and ran with it. That was unsettling. And then she's cutting my hair and she cut it with the wrong part. But I had already corrected her on the eyebrow tent wax. And she was so sassy to me that I was scared to correct her again. So now I think my hair's uneven. Where? Like, when my bangs, because I had to shift them to be, like, the part that I want to wear. Anyways, it was not that expensive of a haircut. It was, like, $50, which I feel like is a great price these days. And it, it did what it needed to do. How much did she trim you? Like, an inch. Mm. Inch and a half. I do think it looks better at the Like, it doesn't look as, like, heavy and, like, ratty yeah. and tatty. Yeah. So it did just give me a new life. It was my annual hair. Every year, I go get one haircut out in the wild check that box Mm -hmm. and now she's growing i'm gonna grow her out okay you always say that and then it gets to a certain length and you're like i hate it i know but i did really good this time i made it pretty far so we'll see but i want to have it my i'm really close to having it be long enough to put it in a ponytail with no bobby pins yeah and i just lost that progress but i'm gonna get to at least there yeah so that was my dismay my sleigh I think my sleigh is I'm just looking forward to my wedding this weekend. Wedding weekend? Tomorrow's my last day of work before wedding weekend. Which is such a good feeling. And stressful. It's stressful because I have a lot to do to... Like, it's definitely... I'm so excited for the weekend. It's not going to be a relaxing weekend. It's going to be an up and weekend. weekend. Yeah. So I have a lot... Like, I know that I have a lot to do to prep for that. And I have to go to work. And when I come back from that, I have to go to work again. But I am so ready. I'm so excited. I cried today thinking about what I'm going to say in my speech. Oh. I cannot wait. I love love. I love love. Please invite us to your wedding. Please, we will come and we'll send a gift. Mm-hmm. And we Please might write her an original song. We might. Um, well, with that being said, love, love, love and light. And toodaloo.